This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. What's up, y'all? Welcome to one of the year-end best bits. We are officially on our Christmas vacation, so this best bits is a little bit different than what I usually do, but I'm bringing on Eddie to do it with me. What's up, Eddie? What's up, Morgan? Why are you bothering me on my vacation? I know, you know, I'm really sorry, but the people (laughs) needed a podcast. They do because this is the time that you listen to podcasts. You're traveling, you're bored, you're tired of your family. You're like, oh my gosh, Uncle Jimmy's driving me nuts. I'm going to like go in the backyard and listen to podcasts. <laughs> and this is especially that day because this is airing on Christmas Eve, Eddie. Ooh. This is Christmas Eve. You know what though? Christmas Eve in my family, I don't know if it's a Hispanic tradition, but my, fam- my, my wife and I were talking about this because all my life growing up, Christmas Eve was almost more important than Christmas Day because we would open up our presents at midnight. And I think that's mostly because my dad uh, stayed up late. He drank a lot of beer. He drank a lot of beer and he'd stay up late. And usually we'd have a party Christmas Eve. So everyone was there till like three in the morning anyway. And so it's like, all right, we're going to do gifts at midnight. And that's what we would do like for a long time growing up. Wow. And is that something you guys continued even when you turned into adults or did it kind of stop? No, I think when we turned into adults and I started having kids, because I'm the only one with kids in, in my family. My brother didn't have kids. My sister didn't have kids. So once I had kids, it was like, no, no, we're not going to do that. We want them to wake up in the morning and kind of experience the whole Christmas morning thing. So then they're like, okay, we'll stay up till two or whatever, but they can go to sleep. Okay. I, and I want to get into what you're going to be spending. Technically, listen, we're recording this a few days earlier than Christmas Eve. So I do want to get into what you're going to be spending your holiday doing, but I will explain that. So this weekend is the best bits, the best games of the year. So I won't really be breaking those down. If you want to listen to like the best games, you can go listen to the best bits of the year games edition in part two. But this one for the part one, I'm just going to sit here and chat with Eddie about 2022 and have him answer some questions about 2022 and I want to hear about his holidays. So 
talking about Christmas and hearing you say that about growing up that way. I love it. By the way, I think it's so fun when people do their own traditions <laughs> and have their own things that they do. I think it was very um, selfish, but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe selfish, but it turned into a tradition for you guys sure, and something that was different than the, what everybody else did. Yeah, that was the norm. Yeah. Okay. Well, what about now? Like Christmas Eve now and Christmas Day, what is your day looking like? It's that kind of weekend? It's complicated, Morgan, because we have three families. My family, you know, my wife, my kids, and then we have my wife's family and they've got lots of cousins. They've got lots of aunts and uncles and a lot of kids. And then my side of the family, you know, who have, I guess everyone's just spread. My brother lives in Pennsylvania. My sister lives in Austin and my parents live in San Antonio. So it's like a lot to get everyone together, but they do come together. So we have to kind of plan all that. All right. We're going to go to Texas and hang out with my wife's family before Christmas. And then we're going to maybe do Christmas Eve with my wife's family. Then Christmas Day, we're going to drive to San Antonio, spend with our family. And then we're going to, you know, celebrate our Christmas with my family like two weeks before all that. So it's complicated. But this year, we're finally doing it different. Okay. Well, what are you doing differently this year? That's got, is it going to be not as complicated? For the first time in our marriage and our life with children, we're going to spend Christmas at our home. The actual 25th of December at our home in Nashville. Okay, so wait, so what's happening? If you're going to Texas, are you guys going early so that you celebrate early and then coming back to do your own? Yes, so we are going to Dallas before Christmas and we're spending like four days, five days with my wife's family before Christmas. And then Christmas Eve, we're flying back to Nashville and then I am flying my family in from all these different places to our house in Nashville so we can spend it here. And mostly because the Cowboys are playing the Titans like on the 28th of December. And so that's really cool to be here. But for the first time in our lives, my kids get to open up their Christmas, their, their gifts in our house under our tree on Christmas day. So like, we're really, really excited. Oh my gosh. That is exciting. You guys are starting a new tradition too. And all of your boys are getting old enough now where they're going to start to remember things. Yeah. Do you have a plan for, um, Santa is obviously going to bring them gifts, but are mom and dad going to be getting any gifts? Yeah. You know, we're, my wife and I are more about, um, this is what I want for Christmas. And it's not crazy. It's not like an, a, a crazy gift. Like I want a new car. No, it's just like, I've always wanted this. I've always wanted that. Okay. Well write it down and let me know. And then we, we buy it for each other. And we're like, wow, cool. You got it for me. That's great. Like we've been married for 17 years. We're over like surprises. Like, <laughs> we have four kids to buy for. So we're exhausted at the end of that. So we keep it very simple and I like it that way. And my wife likes it that way. I saw on TikTok, there was a, a mom, she was doing like a baking and talking video. And one of the things she said was, my husband and I never get each other gifts, but what we do is on Christmas or around Christmas, they sit down and they plan a trip for themselves for the upcoming year. And that's their gift to each other. Would you and your wife do something like that? Because you guys love to go on vacation. So would you do something like that? That's legit. I love that. Absolutely. We've talked about Cause my, yeah, my wife and I love to go on vacations together. We don't really get to, I think we try to do it once a year and it's usually the beach. And so we've talked about maybe changing that up a little bit. Like, Hey, let's go to the mountains. Let's go to the desert. 
let's go somewhere else, you know, and like go explore, go hiking, let's go to Canada or something, you know, something different, shaking it up because we always go to the beach. But that's a good idea, Morgan. That's really good. Hey, I can't take credit. It's all coming from TikTok, but I feel like it's something that you guys could totally steal and it would be awesome. Yeah, I like that. And I I do also think you guys need to go explore some more because Florida and Hawaii are beautiful and they're great. (laughs) But like there's a whole country out there. Okay, Eddie? (laughs) I know. I know. But we're beach bums. Like we love the beach. I think it's just something about going and being lazy and just going swimming. Like we love to swim. We love the sun. We love the warm weather. We don't like cold weather. But if it's like, you know, Colorado scenic, you know, or like Montana scenic with cold weather. Like I'm down to do that. We're going to ski hike. I love that. See, you guys are adventurous too. You guys, you've talked to me about like some of the things you guys go to do together. You guys would love like a, a trip out in the Pacific Northwest. I feel like it'd be right up your guys' alley. And also too, I feel like retirement, you can spend that whole time on the beach. So like now's your time to explore <laughs> while you're like able-bodied and you can move around. That's so true. I know I cannot wait for retirement. I know you can't, but th- that's what you're going to be doing. You're going to be golfing all the time and you're going to mm-hmm. be laying on a beach. So like now is the time for you to go out and adventure. You're right. You're I don't right. know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe no, that's no. just the way I see it. You're exactly right. And uh, we should be, we should take advantage of our able bodies because yeah, they're slowly deteriorating. <laughs> what are you doing for Christmas? Oh yeah. No, I, so I will, uh, by the time this airs, I will be home. I'm taking the drive to Wichita and going to stop in Kansas city to see some friends on the way home. Uh, man, me and Remy girl are making the, the 12 hour trek. Is and Kansas City on the way to be, Wichita? Yeah. So the way that I will will go, it will be on the way. So it's perfect because I get to see some of my friends before I, I head home. Most of my college friends live in Kansas City. And so I'll stop and see them and and then I'll go for Christmas and I get to see all my family. I'm already like making plans to see my niece and nephew who I haven't seen since last Christmas. So I'm super si- excited about that going to take them maybe have a sleepover and do some fun aunt morgan activities um and this year my parents actually adopted a new dog so i'm really really excited to meet their new dog who i haven't got to meet yet are you worried brody brody and are you worried that your dog yeah um will not get along with remy or do you think they will i think for the most part they will though remy is so spoiled rotten, right? She loves her life by herself and she loves her Mimi and Papa and going there and being totally spoiled, the only dog. And with our, our family dog that we lost earlier this year, um, she Bella was always carried around. So Remy kind of still got to act like the, the only child, even though Bella was always carried. And now with Brody, I'm a little worried she's going to get some jealous going on. <laughs> but I think for the most part, they will get along. They're both um, similar breeds. And Remy does tend to like her breed for whatever reason. <laughs> That's so weird. So weird. I know. I know. She'll run into like another because she's mostly she's majority of her as a Cavapoo. And if we run into any type of like kind of mini doodle or poodle or something small, she'll get so excited. Like, hey, are you are you are we related? (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Don't ask me. It's it's the weirdest thing. But yeah, so I'm super excited about that and going to do some snowboarding. Speaking of a a snowy trip. Where? I'm going to go out to Colorado for a few days and meet one of my girlfriends out there. And we're going to go snowboarding, most likely in Vail. That's kind of that's the plan as of right now. Dang, that's awesome. 
Oh, yeah. We're just going to do like a day of snowboarding and then the we're just going to kind of hang out the other few days. But I wanted to get like some snowboarding in because I haven't been since college. And my my body's like, OK, we need some activity going on. Yeah, that's exciting. Like I've never gone snowboarding before. I've skied, but I feel like I'd be a pretty good snowboarder. But um, man, Vail, Colorado, that's nice, right? Oh, yeah. Hey, they're all bougie at this point is what I've learned. When we were getting our tickets, we... Yeah, we so we got our tickets. Listen, this is what happened today. So we got a day pass to go snowboarding. And the day we bought them, they were like $120 a piece. I was like, oh, that's pricey. But then the next day, they went up to $250 a piece. And this I was like, ski holy crap. Yeah, it's like your, your ski snowboarding pass that you need to have. And of course, I have to like rent a board. I don't have a board yeah. or anything like that. So... It is going to be pricey, but I think it'll it'll be worth it in the end. I'm just really glad we got those tickets yeah. like semi early. <laughs> That's fun, and I, I do think you'd be a good snowboarder. I think you could pick up snowboarding. It just it's tricky because you know, like I, I longboard with a skateboard, but that's different because the the wheel gets grip. You know, like I don't know how a snowboard works where it's like slick on the bottom, but somehow it grabs the snow. So that means you have to like carve it a little bit. That's just a different animal. No, but you know, I was talking with Ray about this on best bits and I really believe that any board sport is very similar. So if you've done skateboarding, longboarding, like you're mentioning, I had surfboard and, and wakeboard and they're all very similar in the way that you kind of have to move your body. The only thing that's tricky about a surfboard or a a snowboard is when you're getting off the ski lift. Cause when you're in your skis, you just take off and you go a snowboard, you kind of have to, you have one foot out and you're like getting adjusted and then you go. And I kept always almost falling every time I did that. So that's the hardest part with snowboarding. I feel like, yeah, that's tricky. Yeah. But I, I do think you could do it. So I'm, I'm rooting for a winter trip for you and your wife coming soon. Not Maybe not a winter trip, but a, a snowy cold trip coming up soon. Dude. And what's really cool is you're getting to have a white Christmas. Like I never have a white Christmas. I'm from Texas. Like literally it was growing up. It was 80 degrees on Christmas day, like every year. So white Christmas is like unheard of for me. I think, have we ever had one here in Nashville? I guess you've never been here. I think I feel like, well, I've never been here, but I do feel like you and I talked on one of the best bits a few years, like back, maybe like a year and a half, two years ago. And you said something about you having your first white Christmas recently, like in the last five years. Gosh, when was that? And I could be making that up and that could have been somebody else because most of y'all are from Texas and Texas. Most Texas. of y'all are from Texas. <laughs> and so somebody else could have said that. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Don't ask me why I said that that Texas. way. Texas. Yeah, maybe I got, I, I got some extra slang. I don't remember, but I mean, I do. I, I the majority of my life has been like eighty degrees Christmas. Do you ever like think about doing fake snow to like kind of make a white Christmas? No, no. In college, I remember the first year I went to college and I got my own apartment and I can do whatever I want with my place, like anything. I want to put lights up. I want to, you know, drink in bed. I want to eat in bed, like whatever I wanted, I did. Right. And I went to Walmart and I found fake snow, like a can of fake snow, like a spray. And I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to frost my windows and put like Christmas lights around there. (laughs) And it's going to look cool. It's going to look like it's like I'm living in a winter wonderland. And I sprayed the windows. Morgan, that is the dumbest crap you can ever do because you know what? It's impossible to get off impossible like I don't I think 
I left them on for the next three years because I couldn't get them off and I lost my deposit because of that damn can of snow. I was going to say, I bet you lost your deposit if you did that. (laughs) (laughs) Like my friends would come and they'd carve their names on it because that's the only way you have to scratch it off with your fingernail. Oh my gosh. That, that apartment complex basically probably had to put in new windows. That's probably what happened. (laughs) Probably. It's so dumb. And I thought it was the best idea to do like frosted windows. Have you ever gotten a, um, let me ask you this about your Christmas tree. Do you have a fake tree, a real tree? And have you ever flocked it? Okay. So my family has always had fake trees ever since I've been around because my parents, before I was born, they had a Siamese cat and they oh, had no. a real tree this and that good. cat this is not jumped good. up on the tree and like everything came crashing, burning down. <laughs> burning. And my parents were like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was like glass and there was candles going. It was like a whole thing. Thankfully, like the house didn't set on fire. It was like relatively like contained into this tree. Um, but definitely like broke all the ornaments and the tree made a mess because it was real. And so my parents ever since then have always done fake trees. So I've just like stayed and I'm also like, I like to try and be environmentally friendly. And I feel like having a fake tree, I can, I don't have to keep buying something. I can just put it in a box and get back out every year. So I do that. And then I just get the, all the sense that I need to have the, the fake tree. And so, no, I've never flocked a tree before. I just have my little flake one, but you still have to kind of uh, flock a fake tree. You kind of have to like make it look pretty because it gets all squashed in the box. Yeah. But you know what so flocking I've, is, I've right? Done fake flocking. So flocking is like the, no, I, I don't. it's like the, the, the white fake snow. So like you can do oh. that to a real tree, you know, where like you buy them like flocked where they get that spray like I bought from Walmart, spray it all over the tree, and then it looks like, oh, that's cool. That's a snow-covered tree. But the problem with the flocking is is that that damn snow gets everywhere. Like that white, when you're trying to bring it in to the house, it gets everywhere, and again, impossible to get off of stuff. So are you saying this from personal experience? Do you guys have a flocked tree? And I think it comes, no, I don't have one now, but I think it comes from not never having a white Christmas. That like my desire of flocking my windows and flocking the tree and flocking everything in my house comes from that. Where like I was just desperate to have a white Christmas. And now that I'm older, I'm like, screw that. I'm done with fake white snow. You need the real stuff if you're going to have a white Christmas. (laughs) It has to be real. (laughs) Yes, we're done with that fake stuff. Oh, man. So wait, do you have a real tree then or do you have a fake tree? I have a fake tree now. We bought our first fake tree last year. Okay, what what made you make the transition from a real tree to a fake tree? They're expensive, man. Like the the yeah. the real trees, like I couldn't find a decent tree for under like eighty dollars, and I'm like, that's a lot of money for a tree that yeah. you're gonna put up for one month and then have a hard time getting rid of it because you got to go like throw it somewhere. You like you got to find a recycling center to go get rid of it. And so my wife and I found one at like I don't know like Lowe's or Home Depot, and it was probably. $250, but I'm like, hey, it's guaranteed to last for five years, at least five years. I mean, that alone makes it worth it to me. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, and as long as you have a place to to store a fake tree, then like you're golden. It's mm-hmm. the best idea that, to do it that way. Except, you know, my kids love turning it on and off because it's got a foot switch. So they love <laughs> a foot switch. It does. Wait, there's a foot switch connected to the lights. How does that work? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the lights are all, you know, they're built into the tree, but then the bottom, there's just like a little switch with a button on it. And the kids love just like, 
I'm like, boys, if you burn that tree out in less than five years, I'm going to murder someone. Like, stop messing with a foot switch. Yeah, I feel like that five-year warranty was not with kids. <laughs> exactly. It never is. <laughs> oh, but, you know, I will say my uh, the best thing I did, I found these um, outlet timers on Amazon. And so I have a, a mini tree that came from my apartment, a fake mini tree that came from my apartment. It's like maybe five or six feet tall in my master bedroom that I put up. And then I have my big one downstairs. It's like eight feet tall, like a fake one. And both of them are on these timers. And the best thing that I did was put these on there and there's an app on my phone. So before I'm even home or before I even walk down the stairs, all I do is hit the app and I hit the button and my trees turned on. So it's like instant joy when I come downstairs too, or like when I wake up in the morning, you can set it on like a timer. It could be on as soon as you wake up. And it, I'm telling you, it's like the best thing I did with these Christmas trees. Yeah. Those timers are legit. Like, I need to get one for my outside lights because I always leave them on all day. And I'm like, well, there's no point in leaving them on all day. Like I need to have that timer to turn them off during the day and then turn them on back at like five o'clock. Oh, yes. Well, and listen, my outside one, my outside lights are on a um, what is it? It's dust to dawn timer. So basically when it goes to dusk, it's, you know, they turn and whatever the reverse is, I'm going to say that wrong, but it go it goes based on the sunlight outside. Uh -huh. And so it just turns on and turns off by itself. No. And it's amazing. You got it right from dusk to dawn. So dusk is like nighttime okay. and dawn's the morning. Okay. You know, hey, I didn't know. I just always know it's dusk to dawn. I just never knew what it actually. Like, <laughs> you never which knew one which one which. dusk was. <laughs> That's funny. No, Don makes sense. You know, time of rights. Like if I actually sit here and think about it, yes. But like if that was an easy trivia question, I'd probably get it wrong. Like right now, not and thinking about it. This is why you lose the games. Yeah. It takes me a lot of time to process. Hold things, on. Okay? Let, let, let's get you into, know, and speaking. Hold on. Let's get into this real quick. Like, so, so why are you so bad at easy trivia? Like, is it because you didn't pay attention to details? Like you didn't care about the little stuff? Like, or because you're book smart, you're a smart girl. You went to K, you went to Kansas State. You, um, I, I work with you. You're a smart person. Oh, yeah. I graduated summa cum laude. That's Eddie. What hey, you're book smart. But what happened with all the little stuff like dawn and dusk and like, you know, um, <laughs> what other so, ge geography? Like, what happened with all that? It's I can't retain information very That's well. Not so, like, That's not true. That's not true. You, I'm you so are good at so smart because I would study so, so hard. And then I would do really good on a test and I would just lose it all. It'd all be gone. So comprehensive exams, like at the end of semesters were so hard for me. I could never do those really well because I just lost information. I could only keep things like front of mind. And I think it's only gotten worse as I've gotten older because so much of my job is so much multitasking that my brain is firing off on like different cylinders all the time. So when we play easy trivia, my brain is going in 50 different directions. And then when it's trying to remember something, it's like, yeah, no chance. There's no chance we're going to figure that word out right now. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So I've just accepted my fate at this point. I get really excited. Like when I recently won uh, a, a few weeks ago, I was like, yeah, I did it. But I was shocked. Like I, as much as like I gave you crap for giving me crap, like I deserved it because I don't see it coming. <laughs> the odds are never in your favor. So yeah. No, they are not. But speaking of easy trivia, I have easy trivia 2022 edition for you, Eddie. Let's go. Okay. You ready for this? Yeah. This is just like, it can be anything. It's kind of like news or pop culture related, but it's all in 2022. 
we're going to see how much you've been paying attention, maybe on the show, because I think we've talked oh, about boy. a lot of these things. Oh, man. Okay. You, you <laughs> but know, you won't have to bark like a dog if you don't get it. Yeah. You know about me and paying attention in the show. Yeah. I know. Hey, you're you also got a lot of multitasking going. So there's no punishment here. This is all in fun. Okay, let's do it. It's also looking back because I was doing the, this little quiz and I was like, dang, a lot's kind of happened in 2022. And holy crap, that happened in January. Like what? Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So on January 12th, a heart transplant from an animal to a human patient was done for the first time. Which animal was it? <sighs> Say it again. On January 10th, a heart transplant from an animal to a human patient was done for the very first time. Which animal was it? It had to have been a chimp. <laughs> Why did it have to be a chimp? <laughs> Isn't that what they do? Isn't that the one we're mostly um, related to? Like, aren't we kind of like close to a chimp? I mean, yes, we're closely related, but like organs can be different. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What is it? A panda? I was, I'm going to go with a monkey. It's got to be a monkey. <laughs> It's not no, a monkey. I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure that's like how Planet of the Apes happened, Eddie. Like, <laughs> if we start doing surgery on monkeys, like, we're screwed. Well, what animal? It was a pig. Oh, wow. Who is walking around with a with a pig heart? I don't know, but I, I remember this being a big story. I would. I don't think I would have remembered the animal, but I remember this being a big story because, like, an animal to human transplant is crazy. Is this person still living? That's a great question, but I'm kind of scared to look up the answer. Like, dude, that's crazy. There's a pig. There's a man or a woman. I don't know who it is. There's someone out there with a pig heart in them. That's mm -hmm. crazy. And it saved their life. Wow. Okay. One wrong for me. And, but hey, I will also say, I think this might be like, you know, planet of the pigs too, because pigs are also really smart. So like, <laughs> we're just screwed either way. <laughs> yeah. Are they smart? I don't know. They don't seem very smart. You would think that, but I'm telling you, I, I, also, my TikTok is just full of animals. Like, that's the only crap that comes up. And I love it because I love animal videos. But pigs are so, they're smarter than dogs, like in a lot of ways. They can do a lot of tricks oh, yeah. that dogs can do. And they they have a lot of like empathy and different things. It's crazy. Just get on pig TikTok and you'll find out. Okay. <laughs> okay. Where were the Winter Olympics held? The Winter Olympics, I believe, were in China. Is, is that your answer? China. <laughs> I remember thinking, like, is it that cold there? Or was it Japan? No. China. Okay, you got it. It's They were in Beijing, China. Yeah, okay, okay, good, good. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, you got it. Okay. Who is the president of Ukraine? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know his name. I don't know. No chance. No chance. I know his name. No chance. Mm -mm. I, I'm going to probably mispronounce this a little bit, but Vladimir Zelensky. Yeah. Okay. I remember hearing that name. Sounds familiar, but probably hard to rem maybe remember that. Yes. Name. Um, who slapped Chris Rock at the, the Oscar ceremonies? Boom. That was Will Smith. <laughs> yeah. That was a big one. Which British singer canceled her Vegas residency at the beginning of 2022? That's Adele. That was Adele. And every time people say she's British, I like forget that she's British because she doesn't sing British. No, they don't. No one does. No one sings within their accent. They always it's, sound it, like an American. It blows my mind. Mm -hmm. And, and, I'm, and mind. I'm like, if you can sing that way, why can't you talk that way? But that's not fair because that's really their accent. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. And it's funny because um, we were talking about the really sad Celine Dion news that came out about yes. her diagnosis. And it reminded me of the fact that I 
use Celine, De- Celine, Celine Dion's French music to learn French when I was studying French in college. So when I would study my French test, all I would listen to is her French music. And that's how I like retained more French language. Did she have like a French album? Yeah, well, she's from Canada uh-huh. and from where she's from in Canada, I believe French was her first language. I could be wrong. It's either her first or second language. And so she has... I'm telling you, even if you don't want to study French or you don't like care, just listen to Celine Dion in French because it will romanticize your entire life of how beautifully she sings. That's cool. It's just stunning. So like, I don't know why that reminded me of that, but like in that situation, when I heard her like there, I heard her accent and it was really cool. Are you still fluid in Fran- in French? Oh, heck no. Once I left college and never studied it again, I, I can't remember anything because you forget everything. Yeah, that's right. Yes, I wish I would have kept up with it, though. I, I literally if I would have stayed my fourth year of college, I would have minored in French. I had one more class to get my minor. One more class. Yep. Had I stayed for that fourth year, but I decided to graduate early and I was like, nah, I don't I don't really technically need the minor in French. I just wanted to learn the language. Dang, and you wanted to go into the workforce like right away. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. You didn't want to stay That's... one. More, you didn't want to stay one more year to take one more class and then party it up. I mean, I could have, but it would have been a whole semester and then I would have had to pay for a whole semester and then I would have to pay for more rent. And Oof. it just, the, the reason kept piling on and I was like, for a three credit in French to get a minor when I already had a minor in leadership, I was like, no, nah, I don't really need it. Do you miss your college days? Of course, everybody misses their college days. Then it, it would have been, time. It would have been worth that money for rent in one more semester. You would have like yep. had, you would have had the best semester of your life. You're probably right, Eddie, but I probably wouldn't have ended up on this show if that happened. That's true. That's true. You know, like when you do that, what was that thing Bobby was talking about? That law where it's like, if I wouldn't have done this, if I wouldn't have done that, I wouldn't have done whatever. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah. You're right. All right. Yep. Okay. Which actress uh, who died in December 2021 would have celebrated her 100th birthday in January of 2022? Oh, yes. That is... um... What is her name? White. You said, oh, yes, like you had it right away. I do have it. I see it. Betty White. Yes, Betty White. Oh, rest in peace, I Betty know. White. Which famous movie with Robert De Niro, Marlon Brando, and Al Pacino was released exactly 50 years ago today? That's The Godfather. Yeah, the worst movie ever that y'all made me watch. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I, honestly, I haven't seen it in like 20 years, so I didn't make you watch anything. There's a reason this movie came out 50 years ago. It's so long. The Godfather. So oh, what is the name of the new king of England? Ah, Charles. Oh, yeah, you're missing a few words in there, but yes, king, Charles. King Charles. King Charles the third. Nah, who cares? Is he a third? <laughs> yeah, he's a third. Huh. Um, which company was the first to read? Which company was the first to reach a stock market value of three trillion? Ooh, is it Apple or Amazon? Is it either one? Am I? Is it like fifty fifty? Oh, I can't tell you. That's not how easy trivia works. Yeah, come on. I'll be I'll be like Bobby and be like, hmm, I don't know. You know, it could it could go either way. It could not be either one of those. Um, I'm gonna say Amazon. Yeah, you were really close. It was Apple. Oh, no. <laughs> Morgan, that's that was cold. <laughs> hey, I, either one was honestly fair. I bet I bet Amazon is not far behind. I'm sure, man. They make so much money. Yeah. So, yep. Apple, three trillion. Like, what? Dang. Do you have uh, you have a, a share in Apple? 
Yeah, yes, one, I have. I think I have like ten shares of Apple. You do? Mm-hmm. I bought that relatively. Like that was one of my first stocks that I bought. I was like, I use so much Apple. I just need to buy into it, and I'm glad I did because that's that one has kept rising up. Yeah, mm-hmm. you could probably retire now. <laughs> I wish. I, w- I wish I was that good. Listen, all the stock investments I have are so like little. <laughs> There's like mm-hmm. little ones here and there. That's okay, baby steps. <laughs> baby steps. All right, I got three more. NASA accomplished a very important test for the first time this year. What was it? Mars. <laughs> Just Mars? They got like a, a rover in Mars. They got like images of Mars. You know, I think that's fair, but I don't think that happened for the first time this year. <laughs> it didn't? I don't think so. I think we've had some pictures, at least from like other planets and the moon and and that for a while. So I don't think that was the first time. But I do think we got like really high definition photos yeah. for the first time yeah we got to see like like mars like you're not totally like. off so did somebody get on mars no so they smashed a spacecraft into an asteroid successfully which was a planetary defense that's right test that's right just like um armageddon yeah like basically preparing in case something were to happen seeing mm-hmm. if we could do it but that's not going to work. So what they're going to have to do is send five uh, oil riggers <laughs> and go land on the asteroid and then drill a oil hole and then explode the asteroid in the middle of it to break it up in a bunch of pieces so it misses the Earth. That's what this they're going to need to do. This is not a movie, Eddie. That's and, Armageddon. And one of those oil riggers would die. No. No. Yeah, well, yeah, they're all going to die. But then uh, Steven Tyler's daughter, Liv Tyler, <laughs> is going to fall in love with one of them. And they're going to talk like, you know, on like satellite for the last time ever. <laughs> and they're going to okay, cry. Well, you, got, you know what? You might have tried to talk me away from it, but you still got that one wrong. <laughs> okay. okay? <laughs> you didn't get that one. All right. What celebrity couple got married this year after they broke up in 2004? 2004. Oh, that was uh, J-Lo and uh, Ben Affleck. And yep. and we talked to the the um, <laughs> guy that married them. Yeah, because of you, uh-huh. which is still a weird, still a weird interview that we got, happened. We got the exclusive interview. We really didn't because he talked to other people, yeah, but we tried. The only radio show. We tried. Mm-hmm. All right, last one. There was a rematch 17 years in the making in the Star Wars universe. What was that rematch? Oh man, I've been so bad at watching all of these spin-offs in Star Wars. But I think the rematch is probably Obi-Wan and Darth Vader. No. You got it. Is that it? You got it. Is yeah, that it? It happened in, in the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. It happened twice, actually, in the show. And it was a huge deal because it was both of the original actors. I have to see that. I still have not seen that on Disney+. Plus. I have to I know. watch it. You have to watch all of the Star Wars TV shows because they're so good. Here's Andor the, is the one that I was talking about recently. Here's the deal. No one will watch them with me. My son's already watched them all. He doesn't wait for me because, like, I only have a small window to watch TV. And he's always like, already saw it, Dad. Sorry. And then my wife's just like, I don't want to watch Star Wars. And like, all right. So I never can watch them. Well, that's why. Hey, that's your alone time. And you're like, yes. hey, I got nobody wants to watch with me. This is my alone time. Morgan, I don't get alone time. Hey, I'm trying to help you out here. All right. You're right. <laughs> I, I, I need alone time. I just don't get it very often. I'm, I'm very sad for you. But now <laughs> this is your way. OK, just one hour, like maybe once a week and you can start to get caught up. But Obi-Wan's awesome or what? Oh, yeah. Obi-Wan and or Mandalorian, like all of them, they've just been freaking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm I'm counting on you. 2023 okay. is your year to catch up on Star Wars. Maybe that's my goal. That's my uh, New Year resolution. Yeah, I think you should make it that. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Well, I'm glad we could do 2022 easy trivia and you did rather well, which is no surprise considering you still currently have the crown. No, I don't. I don't currently have the crown. Well, you did. I just between I've had the crown for multiple seasons. Let me put it this way. I just believe at this point that either you, Amy, or Lunchbox have a crown because I've never had it. So I just don't pay attention. (laughs) That's so sad. I'm so sorry. (laughs) It's okay. You know what? I like like still participating. I like to be the one that everybody can at least get a good laugh out of. It does make me laugh every time Bobby's like, good job, guys. Good job. Morgan, thanks for being here. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know, that's my role. And I appreciate that that's my role. That's just where I've come. I wanted to to talk about... 2022 for you, Eddie. I have some questions. Is just that, about is that, the year in general. Last year or is that the next year? What's the next year? 2023? We're, we are still currently in 2022 because remember, this is Christmas Eve. That's right. We're But we are days away from 2023, which is mind-blowing. I feel like I'm still in 2019. But it is 2022, so I want to know. Tell me your favorite part of this past year, your personal favorite part of this past year. Hmm. He's giving me a thinking face. He's like the thinking emoji right now. (laughs) My favorite, favorite part. And I can let you think. You want me to let you think? I can share something of mine. Yes. Okay. So one of my favorites is that Remy and I started pet therapy at a retirement home. 
And I didn't really know what to expect from doing pet therapy with her, just that I knew we could volunteer and that Remy would be happy. She'd get to meet some new humans and it'd be awesome. But the other day we were at the retirement home and the retirement home that we go to is an usual retirement home, but it also has a level of assisted living. It also has a level of memory care. So kind of all spectrums in the elderly community. And so when we walk in there, some of them will remember her. Some of them, they've she's met a million times and they still don't know who she is. All good. Remy loves it no matter what. But when we walk in there uh, the other day, she didn't see one of her favorite people there that she always loves to go and say hi to. And I could kind of tell like she knew something was a little off, but you know, she was continuing about our therapy. And as we were leaving, this patient was getting back from a hospital visit. And you could tell that she had had a really like kind of rough few days and, and it was pretty hard. And so, but as soon as Remy saw her and she saw Remy, it was like, they're both, their eyes just lit up with joy. And I have never experienced something so pure in my life that somebody who was just having a really hard day got to see Remy and feel so happy for a moment. And so I picked Remy up and she got to gently like say hi to this woman. And I just like, I I was leaving there and I started having tears in my eyes because it was such a cute moment that I'm just so grateful to be a part of just that. I have an awesome dog who wants to bring people happiness when they're in a really crappy spot. Like so, so sweet. And and that's cool. I think it's cool in many levels, but the fact that, you look back at this year and that be your top moment. Like that's really, really cool. Mm-hmm. I, I just love volunteering though. I've realized it's a huge part of who I am and it, it fills my cup every time I get to do something like that. And that's just the benefit for me. That's mm-hmm. not even the intention. That's just the benefit. And this particularly has just really like, I can walk in there anytime we go and we go a few times a month. And every time I go in there, I always leave feeling very grateful for what I have. Very just grateful for so many things on so many levels and that we also have the opportunity to go do that and just help in some way. It might not be a big way. And these people aren't like struggling. They're not, you know, out on the streets or anything, but they are struggling emotionally and it's a hard time in their lives. And some of them don't have family that visit and it's just, it is so cool and such a privilege to get to be a part of that for people. So that's really cool. I love that. Yeah. And, and, and it's Remy. I mean, it's Remy, right? Let's be honest. Like, I'd love doing anything with Remy. So, and that's amazing <laughs> that, that you can see that in your dog. Like, I don't see anything in my dog. I can see, like, I need to go poop. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let me, <laughs> let me get you outside. I'm hungry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let me check your, oh, yeah. You, you know what? You don't have any water. I'll get you some water. Okay. Cool. I can see that in her eyes. Other than that, I don't see crap. Okay, but when you go home and it's been a long day and Coachella comes and gives you all the kisses and hugs, are you not so excited? Yes, yes, that is really special. And it's cool. You know what? And when no one else does, she is the consistent one. Mm-hmm. She's the they consistent one. They are consistently one. full of love. Every single day. She's the one like, oh, 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 and she jumps on me. and like, oh, there she is. I'm home. Blah, blah. The kids, a hit or miss. Some days, yes, someday <laughs> not. Just depends what they're doing, you know? Like they're in the middle of a game. They're, they're not coming to greet dad. Yep. It's such an innocent and pure love that they give. But yeah, and I am very lucky with Remy. She's my soul dog. I mean, I got very lucky to have that very early on in my life and we are connected in way too many ways, but Mm -hmm. that's a special one. So did you think of one while I was telling my emotional story or did I distract you? No, I did. I, I thought about it. And you know what's so cool about Instagram is when you can't remember the year, you can literally go back on Instagram 
and look at things or your phone reel. Like even if you're not on Instagram, just look at your pictures and you start seeing like, wow, like it's been quite a year. Mm-hmm. And I think it has, it's been a long year too. There's been a lot that has happened. Yeah. It's been a long year. So I think the big one for me is that we opened up for Garth Brooks. Oh yeah. Bobby and yeah. I, the Raging Idiots went to Arkansas in Fayetteville and in at their football stadium. Like we freaking Donald. Yeah. Um, Reynolds Razorback State, Donald Reynolds Razorback Stadium. We played opened up for Garth and that was like unbelievable. It was to what? 80,000, I think 80,000 people. Huge moment. I mean, that's a, that's been a Eddie dream moment in the making for years. Well, you have to understand I was a huge Garth. I'm still, I still am. I love Garth Brooks. And when I was 12, 13 years old, 14 years old, like Garth Brooks to me was the man. Like I was the biggest Garth Brooks fan ever and then when we were playing the show, just even when we got there and you see the stage and all the GB logo lo- logos everywhere and the Garth Brooks stuff. And what's so cool is he has um, almost the the entire original crew still there. That's how that's how well he takes care of his people, that the original crew from the 90s, most of them are still there. And you can see them. They're old. They're not young dudes. Like, they're old, but they also know what they're doing. They know how to run things because they've been doing this since the early 90s. And, like, mm-hmm. that was really cool to even think, like, man, that's crazy. I watched your shows on TV, and you were probably behind all this. And then you see the original drummer. and like, dude, I remember seeing you on TV. Like, that's crazy. And then just the fact that we're able to do that and um, play in front of all those people and Bobby let me sing a song, which was not on the set list. He let me sing Brown Eyed Girl. And me singing to all those people like was really, really cool. And I'll, that's a moment I'll never, ever forget. We've done a lot of cool things in our lives, Morgan. You know that. But like stuff like that is like, ooh, I'll never forget that moment. And Oh, that's a, that's bucket list. Oh, yeah. That's, a, that's like top of the bucket list for you. Yeah. And talking to people, too. I remember coming back and like people at my kids' baseball games, like other parents or like friends of ours, like Hey, what was that like? And I'm like, I can't explain it to you. I can't. I really cannot explain to you how that feels. It's an unexplainable feeling to look out and see 80,000 people looking at you singing <laughs> to them. And you're opening up for the GOAT, the greatest of all time in country music. Mm-hmm. It's just you can't explain it. It was really, really cool. And what really what kind of sucks about it, though, is that my in-laws got to go and my sister-in-law got to go. Because they live in Dallas, so they drove. Um, but my wife didn't get to go. And my <laughs> wife was so bitter about it. She was like, why do they get to go and not me? I'm like, well, honey, because we have four kids. And it's impossible to go anywhere together without the four kids. Oh, we hey, this is what I'm learning from the show, is that we really need to get, like, an in-show babysitter for y'all. Because, like, you guys cannot go to things certain times because of the kids. We it's need, hard. like, an in-show babysitter. It's impossible. It's so hard. And... And honestly, there's a feeling of guilt asking someone to take care of four boys in two days. Like they are hard, Morgan. Like it's like it's it's a tornado for two days straight. If you're going to babysit for two days, it's a tornado for two days straight. And you're trying to keep uh, the place clean. You're trying to get them to like, well, don't, don't touch that. Well, hold on. No, no, stop fighting. You two stop fighting. Like, hold on. We're getting dinner ready. Like, I know you're hungry. It's like that all day. All day. And so there's guilt, you know, to, for asking someone like, hey, will you like stay at our house for two days and like watch our kids? 
because I know it's a huge sacrifice for them too. So it makes yeah. things tough. But still, like the fact that your wife like now has to like only get to live through your stories, like that's hard. Mm -hmm. That especially it being such a big moment for you. Well, that's it's important for me too not to come back and talk about it like, oh, it was the greatest thing in my life. I always come back and be like, yeah, it was cool. It's cool. Like it's fine. And but like but, inside, you're <laughs> freaking out. Deep inside, I'm like, it was awesome, but I can't. I can't do that. I had to be oh, like, it was, hey. it was good. It was fine. Well, that's why you have it here. You can totally do that here. Yes. Guilt free. And I will not, you can, you can freak out and geek out as much as you want, because that is a really cool moment that you should remember forever. You need to commemorate it somehow. I'm not sure how, but you uh, need to. Just like one day of all Garth Brooks music all day. Maybe on that day every year. Uh-huh. But isn't, something. It, isn't it crazy though, that we have to go back to our camera roll to see if the dates this year. Cause like, mm -hmm. I really was just like, well, that feels like a long time ago. Cause it was, it was in April. But was that this year? Was that that last year? Like, I don't know how people do it. Like, Bobby talks about meeting, um, talking to uh, Lionel Richie. And Lionel Richie's always like, it's my favorite thing in the world. Bobby, the year is 1972. And I was, you know, like, how do you remember that, Lionel? Because, like, I don't remember Garth Brooks being this year or last year or two years ago. Yeah, that's someone that's really detailed at remembering, like, information and consuming information. Bobby's similar in that way. He can remember things like crazy. Mm -hmm. But I do also think just as you get older and over time, you kind of just start, th things start to blend together because there's so much life. And I think that's a good thing because that means you're experiencing so much life. If that's you're not right. experiencing life, then it'd be like, oh, well, I laid in bed for like eight months. Yeah. Well, so or, I, it's, or, a, it's a good thing. Or you're just too busy doing all this stuff that you don't even categorize it as like, Oh, I remember that. No, no, no. I just did it. I did it because I have to do all these things. It's cool that, you know, like you can remember, oh, no, no, that was 2022. So from <laughs> here on out, I'm going to tell that story. Be like, the year was 2022. Me, Bobby, <laughs> opened up for the GOAT, Garth Brooks. Oh, boy. We got ourselves a Lionel Richie situation <laughs> oh, on our hands. the year was 2022. That was quite the year. You won't forget it now. You've, you've repeated it enough times. I should be like creating a memory lane in your brain. Yes. So we're going with that. I love that. Great one for that one. Okay. What's something you hope to accomplish in 2023? Man, I say this all the time, but like, it's hard for me to read, but I want to read the Bible. Like I want to read more of the Bible. I want to I'm not going to say read the entire thing, even though everyone says like, oh, it's easier than you think. You just do like two pages a day or three pages a day. No, like there's certain things in that book where I'm just like, I don't get it. I don't get it. And like, <laughs> I just, I don't know what I just read, especially early on in the book, because in the early pages of the Bible, it's like, uh, so-and-so was, uh, the third cousin to so-and-so and the second brother to so-and-so and the adopted son to so-and-so. I'm like, you lost me. I don't even know who so-and-so is anymore. And so it's really hard, but I do try every year. And I think that this year I want to make a huge effort at like really making a huge dent into reading the Bible. Okay. A few things. So you've tried this before. Every this has year. been a, a resolution before. <laughs> yes. But, and I succeed at just opening up the Bible and reading a few verses or reading a few pages and being like, oh, that was cool. And I like plug that into my life. I'm like, wow, that, that oddly like makes sense into my life. But some days I just open the book up and I'm like, oh, I read two pages. I'm like, I don't know what that means. I don't, I have no idea what I just read. So it just, it's a process. And to me, I want to, and my cousin and my brother-in-law, he's, he's like, 
every year he's like, hey, do you want to do this with me? Like, we can just read two pages a day every day and we can, like, call each other at the end of the week. And I'm like, dude, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I'm not good at that. I'm not good at, like, reading two pages a day and then making sense out of it. Like, it's just, I can't do it. Well, but maybe you need a, a like a buddy buddy system to do it. So maybe that is the way that you can get it done. Yeah, but, maybe. Or maybe you need to take a master class. I guarantee there's some kind of master class on the Bible. Probably. My wife's like definitely a master class. But even when she explains it to me, I'm like, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, history is hard. When they talk about things, especially the way that the language has shifted and changed over time, you're kind of sitting there like, Okay, I think I have a rough idea, but I'm probably not going to remember that in the way that you just told me to remember that. The language for sure is tough. The dates are tough because they don't really, they didn't have a calendar the way we have a calendar today. So some people are living to like 300 years old or to 180, like so-and-so turned 180. I'm like, well, how, how's that possible? Like, but their calendars were different, you know? Like That's the, true. So, so mm -hmm. And I'm very like visual. I'm very like, all right, so... Where did this take place? Who are they talking to? Where on the map? And then I go to Google Maps and I'm just like, oh, wow, that place is still there. And then I spend 30 minutes on checking Google Maps out and then going to Google Earth and then going to Street View and be like, wow, that place is still there. That's crazy. And then before you know it, I'm like, oh, crap, it's like midnight. I got to go to bed. You go down the rabbit hole, every yes. reverse, you basically get through. <laughs> yes. So. Maybe there's maybe there's a TikToker you can follow, Eddie, that breaks down the Bible. I would imagine that's probably out there. I would think that's out there. What about yours? What's your, what's your, um, goal? Um, well, I would really like to, I mean, this is kind of news ish, but I've been working on a podcast this year and our goal is to drop it at the beginning of next year. And so cool. I'm really hoping that all comes out and happens and I don't want to like jinx anything. So I'm like, <laughs> But it's there's a season done and excited to release it and share it with the world. But so you've been uh, working been... on it already mm -hmm. and it's almost yep. the, the whole. So it's going to be a rollout podcast, one where you like kind of roll it out once a week or once every whatever. Yeah. So I have a com I have a full complete season finish that I've been spending this year doing and um, I finished editing it like in November or end of October, beginning of November. And um, talk to Bobby and Mike and we're like, okay, like after the first of the year, let's figure out when to release it and what that's going to look like. So is it a murder, uh, true oh, crime podcast? Please tell Eddie, me. I can't even watch murder movies. Please like, please tell me like you followed a local murder and you have your theories on what happened. No, Eddie. I, oh. do, do you, do you know me? I don't, <laughs> I, do. I, I can't even watch murder movies. I can't even watch horror movies. Actually. Right. I can't even watch like, uh, what's the funny, scary movie. A scary movie. I think it's called Scary Movie. Yeah, scary. Yeah, movie. I can't. I can't watch those. <laughs> That's too scary. <laughs> no, no. So okay, okay. I'm. I no murder type uh, style of things, and I won't. Okay. I won't share any more than that because I don't even know if I'm supposed to share that. Okay. But I'm just so excited, and I want it to come out. We're done. Just so. let it be known. That's very cool, and I think it's awesome. Yes. Well, thank you. And the the best bits is still happening. This is still going to be. Oh, you're not going to be too cool and... for the best bits. No, Best Too Bits big. is my favorite. Okay. I love talking to everyone. So Best Bits still happening. Uh, what was your most memorable moment on the show this year? This year, dun, dun, dun. memorable moment. I mean, unfortunately, I'd have to say barking like a dog both times. <laughs> because it sucks, man. Like, really, we do a lot of stuff on this show. And, like, the ones that are so memorable to me are the ones where I really am pissed off about. And I... I was pissed off both times about barking like a dog because I'm not lunchbox. 
I don't like humiliating myself in public. And that's what it is. And I hate, I'm telling you, especially the second time, Morgan, when I um, repeated what Bobby said on the show, in my mind, I literally did not hear him say that. And I don't know if that's a flaw in my brain or I was distracted or what, but I did not, both times, did not hear what they were saying. And I felt like I was asking a legit question. And when they and when they call me out on it, I'm shocked. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm not I, I did I listened. Like I really did, but obviously I didn't. And barking like a dog in public, I cringe at the thought of it. And then like two or three days before I do it, I usually wait till the last. Like if they say do it this week, I'm waiting till Thursday. Like <laughs> Thursday's the last day I have. I, I really don't want to do it. And then I think about it all week long and I'm like, I hate it. So that's why it's the most memorable, but I hate it. Oh, that's fair though. And I do feel for you. I feel for you that, that this has happened both times. And I do uh, like that they acknowledge that you are at least doing a different thing while you're working on the show. So like now at least it's a little bit harder for you to have that punishment. Yeah. Four strikes and I'm out now. <laughs> yeah. Now four, because I listen, I like, you're not hearing it. You will never hear it from me. And unless I have to, to place a vote, I'm going to let y'all do your thing because like I half the time I'm lucky if I'm paying attention to know what's going on. It's so, hard like, I'm, to listen I'm getting like a day. half word every time. Mm-hmm. So I feel for you. Thank you. Thank you. But and I I'm, would say those are my most memorable. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I think mine's similar. I have, I have like two that it balance, it bounces back from one is when I got to sing Shania Twain and blind karaoke. Cause like I got cool. lucky with the wheel and like, I suck at blind karaoke. So the fact that I got to sing Shania golden did you win that and one no i don't think i won that one <laughs> i don't listen i don't really win a lot of things on the show okay uh-huh. i've accepted no, that fate that's only because we've stopped doing the drafts you that's were tr- dominating the drafts when we did those that's true i still hold that belt i had that that's my thing i can i can relate and connect to people really well i'm good at that mm-hmm and that's why I was good at the drafts. But see, like when I'm on my own, <laughs> I'm a team player. And and elder versus millennial, I'd say we were about 50-50 on that, except with the new format. I've definitely got you on the new format. Oh, yeah. You are just freaking roasting me on the new mm-hmm. format. <laughs> I am getting dominated. And it's tough because there's no way you can study for that. It's just kind of like, well, if I know what I know it and I don't, I don't. No. And like I said, same thing goes with easy trivia. I'm not retaining information. So I'm certainly not retaining anything when I was three years old. This is like, I I got nothing in my brain. (laughs) Freaking stupid. And that, that was my other one that I was going back and forth when was when I lost elder versus millennial and I had to eat a toothpaste filled Oreo. (laughs) Yeah. But see, yeah, no, 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 no. That's terrible. I was going to try to, I'm still traumatized. (laughs) I had to eat a, a mint chocolate Twinkie and my mom loves mint chocolate chip ice cream. And I tried both of them and I was like, immediately in my mouth, I was like, this is toothpaste. I had so much like PTSD from that one moment that I can no longer eat anything mint. Yeah, man. Toothpaste is gross. And you yeah, it. like consume it. Is that even good for you? No, There's no well, I did not feel well that good. week. Okay. Yeah. I'm just, I'm going to not like be like lunchbox and tell you everything that happened. I'm just going to tell you, I did not feel good that week. Okay. 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 You're not going to go into detail. <laughs> no, I'm not going to go into detail. Toothpaste not, came out of both ends. Toothpaste. Okay. Yeah. Don't make sure your kids aren't eating the toothpaste. You mentioned that they eat it sometimes. So make sure they don't. They do. Who knows what they're doing in their bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, yeah, those are, those are the two for me. I'm sure there's more, but those are just the ones that are like front of mind that I remember one enjoyed and one I didn't. So yeah. I'm with you. 
It's easy to remember the bad times. Oh, that's it. Yeah, the good ones. I'm like, oh, that was really cool. But then I forget about it. The bad ones. I'm like, oh, I'll never forget this crap. Uh, exactly. Ugh. What was one of the biggest pleasant surprises you experienced this year? Pleasant surprises. Mm-hmm. Something that maybe you're like, oh, I cannot believe. And you can't use Gar- the Garth Brooks one again because that, that one was like your top moment. We need like a, it can be a small thing too, like a pleasant surprise. That you're just like, dang, that was really cool that that happened. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. I think the Cowboys being good this year, like was a pleasant surprise. Every year, and, and I'm like, like the Dallas Cowboys, I'm a huge Dallas Cowboys fan, but every year, and I will admit, we are definitely the most optimistic fan base in the NFL where we think that we are going to go to the Super Bowl and win it every single year. And you know what? We choke. We don't win it. We're always bad. Like, okay. Or, or we get so close and it's like, oh, we're not good enough to even get close to the Super Bowl. But this year, we've surprisingly been better than any of us expected us to be. So I love that. I love that the Cowboys are actually good this year and that we could probably go to the Super Bowl, possibly go to the Super Bowl. Now we may lose it. We may lose it here in the next couple of weeks. We may mess it all up. We may blow it. But as of now, we're pretty darn good. And I like that, Morgan. Okay. And you are you've been a massive fan since you were at birth, right? Well, no, this no, no. We we've talked about this. Bobby and I have talked about this on, on 25 Whistles, our podcast. I from birth, I was uh, when I finally you know figured out about football and when it was bigger in elementary school, Joe Montana was like the the Tom Brady, like Joe Montana was the, the man they had won. Okay, and what team was he on at the time? The San Francisco 49ers. Okay. And they were like dominant. Joe Montana was so good. He came from Notre Dame. I think he was a third round, third round draft pick, not really a high prospect out of college, but he ended up being awesome. And he was so good that he won four Super Bowls with the, with the 49ers. And when they were just great, but then he went to Kansas city the uh, Fort, mm-hmm. he injured his his shoulder, uh, and then the the 49ers were like, "Sorry, man, we got this guy Steve Young. He's better than you. Just you're getting old. See ya." It's almost like Tom Brady going to Tampa Bay. Okay, and then that's so, also why I recognize his name, Joe Montana, is because of Kansas City. I was like, "Why do I know that name?" Yeah, <laughs> go so, on. So he goes to Kansas City. He tra- he still kind of has a messed up shoulder, but he's still playing. He takes him to the playoffs, and they lose the first round. Then he says, "You know what? I retire. I'm done." But it's been great. So he retires, and I'm just like, huh, what do I do now? Like, Joe Montana's done. The 49ers, they're crap again. And, like, I really wasn't a 49ers fan. I was a Joe Montana fan. I loved him. I loved how he played. I loved all that. And and at that time, the Cowboys were kind of picking it up a little bit. And, I'm, and you know, my whole life, just just been around Cowboys fans in, in South Texas, I'm like, all right, I'll be I'll be a Cowboys fan. And, of course, that the next few years, they were really good. Troy Aikman, Emmett Smith, Michael Irvin, uh, Alvin Harper. These guys were like really, really good, and they won Super Bowls. And so from there on, you know, my mom was a fan. I became a fan. And since then, I've just been a Dallas Cowboys fan. And at what point, like how old were you when that like Dallas Cowboys like first kind of happened? I was probably 13, 14, 14 years old. Okay. That's about I mean, the time. So you're like a sound mind making a decision here. Yeah. That's when I'm like, I really wasn't a 49ers fan. I love that. I love Joe Montana. Yeah. That team was good, but I, but I'm from Texas. Like I should be a Dallas Cowboys fan. I always felt like that. And then when mm-hmm. they started getting good, 
I'm like, okay, I'm a Cowboys fan. So they were good for about, you know, like three or four, four years, four or five years. And then they kind of sucked again. And that's where the whole spell of like, oh, it's been tough being a Cowboys fan because they never got to back, back to the way they were in the nineties. So it's been mm-hmm. tough. It's been tough because the Cowboys have been bad for a long time, but we're, we're, we're rider, we're ride or die with the Cowboys. Now you are. Absolutely. But obviously it has to start somewhere. I'm always curious where that starts. And a lot of people that tend to be right or die do tim- typically start at birth. Like that's coming from like passed down of generations. Mm-hmm. And people can give me crap about, oh, no, you're a 49ers fan. No, I was never a 49ers fan. I was a Joe Montana fan. I was still learning what it's like to be a fan of something. And once mm-hmm. I once I was old enough to decide what kind of fan I was, I'm a Cowboys fan. Well, and it's not like you were in your 20s. Like, you were a teenager. No, like, no, I, I was, still I just still think that's young enough. Like, had you been like, I was 21 and this changed? I'd be like, mm, Eddie? No, my, no, 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 no. It's, it's changed a little. It's funny, though, that my, 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 one of my boys, he's still kind of learning how to be a fan, and he's terrible. He's like, he looks at the <laughs> score, and whoever's up, he's like, oh, I like them. Like, no, no, that's not how it works. You can't just pick the winning team. You can't just keep moving from team to team because they're winning. And I know adults that do that crap and I don't like it. And I'm like, you're not going to grow up to be like that. That's funny. That yeah. is funny. Yeah. Or or you'll just grow up to be like me who doesn't know anything that's going on. And I just know that in the worst case scenario, I mean, I'm going to root for the person, the team that I live where I live at the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. I'm going to root for the Kansas city chiefs because those are, that's my home state. Like those are the two that I got. And that's okay. Cause I'm a Cowboys fan, but I do like it when the Titans win. I think that's cool. I mean, mm-hmm. we live here and, and, and when, when your team and you live in that city and they're doing good, the whole city lights up. This oh, it's amazing. It's really cool. And like, who wouldn't want that? When I think growing up in Wichita, Kansas, like there wasn't any pro teams for any sport. We had some uh, like a what's the lower division for hockey before NHL? Yeah, I don't know what it's called, but yes, the minor leagues. Uh, yeah, we had yeah. a minor league team of that in Wichita. And I think we might have had like a minor league baseball team for a little bit, but we didn't have any pro teams of any kind. And so I didn't grow up around it. And Kansas City was three and a half hours away. So it's not like we went there all the time. And my dad had four daughters like this was not <laughs> we we played the sports instead of watching mm-hmm. all the time. And and, you know, when we were watching, it might have been like the female sports because that's what we we're playing. And so until living in Nashville, did I actually have an experience of what it was like living in a city that was so surrounded by the predators and the Titans. And there's all this activity that goes around. That's when I started to get like, okay, I'm like amped. I get it. I get the sports environment. And that's when I learned, I really just like being in sports environments. I don't really care to, to watch. I love being a participant. Like yeah. I'll hang out all day long. So that that's where my, my sports thing. So they might end up like, <laughs> you're like yay sports mm-hmm. and i still i you know i don't know a lot of things that are going on but i can follow games like if somebody teaches it to me once i can mm-hmm. do it because i i did play sports growing up so i'm competitive and i am athletic but i, I just i don't know like you're never gonna find me sitting on my couch <laughs> watching sports <laughs> it's the opposite of us yeah yeah, you guys probably always have it on. That's why I'm like, I'm watching all these Star Wars things while you have sports on exactly. all the time. That's what's happening. That's got to be it. <laughs> it is. It's funny because when my my sister and her boyfriend came into town with my parents for Thanksgiving, he would always put the games on and stuff. I'm like, dang, this is the most sports my TV has ever gotten in its like <laughs> lifespan. 
So, you know, I also, I also look at dating apps now and I'm like, Eddie, I really hope the guy I date is not like a mega sports fan of some kind because this is going to be an adjustment for me. But yeah, you might like it though. You might like to have a team because of whoever you're, you're dating or who, like you say, you marry someone who's a big fan yeah. of something like you'll end up being a fan of that. Yeah. I would root them on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In, in their love for that. I'm telling you the best moment I've had with my kids recently is when they said, Hey, we we're going to have movie night. The other Sunday is when I was out of town. They're like, we're going to have movie night Sunday, Sunday night, but then the Cowboys game was on. And guess what? We all decided to watch the Cowboys game. I'm like, that's what I'm talking about, boys. I love it. I love that. You look at how you're raising them. Yeah. They're doing it. Raising them right. Taking off after dad. I love it. Okay. Favorite purchase of this year and why? Oh man, I complain about this. I, I complain <laughs> to my wife all the time about this. Like I don't buy myself anything, anything. Like I I'm have been a theme here, Eddie. You don't do a lot of things for yourself. I really don't. I don't buy, like I, I play golf. So there's that. I do pay for golf, but that's to me is like getting gas in my car. Like I pay for gas. <laughs> I go to the grocery store, buy groceries and I pay for golf, but that's it. Like I don't buy myself anything. Um, so I really don't have anything for, for you, Morgan. I don't buy myself anything. Okay, well, we're going to go into this little break here a little depressed because Eddie (laughs) needs to take 2023 and find some time for himself and to buy himself something, even if it's a freaking burger, Eddie. A Whataburger. I mean, mean, I'll buy myself a Whataburger, but to me, I I need food to eat. Yeah, that's true. We got got to figure this out. Yeah, I know. (laughs) We got to figure out an hour of the month that you can either go and like watch the new Star Wars shows or you go and you get something for yourself. Maybe it's a massage. Maybe you get a massage done. Maybe yeah. you uh, you go golfing on the range by yourself. You're not mm. teaching any of the kids. I don't know, but this has to be, this is your resolution. We've figured it out for 2023. Yeah. Yeah, I need to buy myself something. I think you're right. I mean, I'm gonna buy yeah, me a at least treat yourself. Maybe you can't find, oh gosh. Maybe you can't <laughs> find time you know, maybe time's the hard one. Buy a boat. You got to get something for yourself. Oh my goodness. We're yeah. like going like yeah. stars yeah. here. You're right, Morgan. You know what? I've decided I'm going to buy me a boat. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm on board with the boat. I'm not necessarily on board with the motorcycle, but I'm on board with the boat. <laughs> I'm not going to buy either one. Are you crazy? There's no way. <laughs> I can get behind it. I will support the boat. <laughs> support that one wholeheartedly. Or hey, maybe you get a lift kit on your Jeep. No. I don't know. I want a lift kit. What do I look like a dude that wants a lift kit? Eddie, listen, I'm just trying to help you out here because <laughs> my guy, <laughs> you need something for yourself. Thank you, Morgan. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. 
Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. All right, Eddie, I got a few more questions for you. I promise no therapy, but I am telling you, I found your resolution for 2023. Come on, what you got? What we just talked about. Oh, oh. You have to do that for for yourself. Yeah, I guess. Not Uh, not I guess. I, I need to hear you say it. I only say I guess because like, I have a lot of expenses, you know, and like uh, to me, I can't justify me buying something for myself where like when I need to like provide, it's tough being a provider of four kids. Like I, I always feel like, Oh man, they, I mean, especially my baby, the little one, he eats a lot. Like a dude eats a lot of food. And I feel like if I buy myself something like, what if like, you know, we, I lose my job and I can't buy him what he needs. Because it doesn't have to be anything huge. Well, it can just it can be a new pair of shoes. Yeah, I got a lot of shoes. I got shoes already. Okay, or a new pair, just something that makes you like brings you some kind of joy. Mm-hmm. Because I guarantee, I, I my guess is that you probably, or, or at least I hope you do, for your wife, like every so often, you're like, hey, go do this for you. Maybe she goes gets her nails done. Sure, maybe she, she goes does that. Does yeah. a massage. Yeah, you need to have that for you. And maybe it's golf. Well, maybe it, it is needs golf. to be something. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it is golf. I do try, not now because it's cold, but I do try to go play golf once, you know, a week when it's warm. So that is my... Maybe, hey, maybe it's a golf accessory. Oh, like a golf cart. I like it. <laughs> Every time you go for like the, the 50, this is why you think you're going to go broke because you want to buy uh-huh. the big stuff. Yeah. I'm a thinking like a golf pool. sleeve. Oh, my land. A hot tub. Okay. Hey, now we're talking. Okay, just just think on it. I'm just encouraging this for you for okay. 2023. Okay. Because I think you deserve it. Thank you, Morgan. I'll you. think about it. My goodness. Okay. Did you make any new discoveries this year in 2022 about yourself, about people in your life? Is there any new discovery you had? Yeah. New discovery. Maybe a new enlightenment. Hmm. I, ha- I have a I have a funny one. I'll let you think. Go for it. It's not necessarily funny, but it's dark humor. Um, it's that I I clearly have a a, a taste for um, narcissistic men. Oh boy, I have a, not, I ha- see, I have a problem. That's not funny. That's not <laughs> no. That's I have to laugh about it at some point, Eddie. If I don't laugh, then I'll just cry. But why do you have a that that's that can't be it? Like you can't go on dates with someone and like see that they're narcissistic and fall in love with them. They must yeah, have. No, they must that. have tricked you. They must have somehow, mm-hmm. like, after later, they after this several, you know, weeks or months or whatever. You're just like, wait a minute, this guy only thinks about himself. That's how it happens. So you're not attracted to them. You've just been duped by it. 
yeah, I have a pattern. And yes, you are accurate in that I'm not like meaning to fall for these men, but it's a discovery I made that holy crap, it keeps freaking happening. And that's why this year I am so savage about dating. That's why, like, even if I get the ick, just even a little bit, I'm like, I'm out. I got to like, for whatever reason, I got to start freaking listening to my body because it's been trying to talk to me for like three, five years. And I have not been listening. And now I have to. So this is like a new discovery. So just like we were talking about on the post show a couple of weeks back about like the guy who texted me and he was said he was Jeffrey Dahmer I, and I was like listen I can't like I can't make the risk anymore like at this point I have learned that I have to if I am even just a little bit like no and then then it's a no-go but I have see, to. but see that's too obvious see you've been tricked by people that have been nice at the beginning and perfect at the beginning and then slowly became into themselves and then you're like whoa whoa what happened here the Jeffrey Dahmer guy and by, by the way, he he joked that he was Jeffrey Dahmer. He's it was a dumb text. <laughs> it was right? a terrible text. Right. So 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 to me, that's the opposite of what you've been going through. Someone at the very beginning is being like, "Ha! Here I am. I'm a kidder. I'm a joker. I made you laugh." Like, hey, that sounds like a song. I'm a joker. I'm a smoker. I'm a smoker. <laughs> I'm a- <laughs> Yes, but you know what I mean? Like, it's the opposite of what you've been dealing with. That's why I think I liked this guy. I like that he went out and made that joke. To me, that's funny. Oh, well, see, here's the problem, though. They do come in both both ways. They come in very <laughs> sly and sneaky, but they also come in very apparent ways. And I'm really good at figuring out the apparent ones. Yeah, well, the apparent ones tell like right off the bat, you know, he's narcissistic. Yes. Or as my as my therapist says, the counterfeit ones. That's what I'm looking for a unicorn and I have to keep dealing with counterfeit unicorns. Yes. And <laughs> that's that, how but, she's putting and it. And that's tough though, because like when you're dating, you're looking for someone that's very sweet, but everyone's sweet at the beginning. Everyone is nice at the beginning. Like you're mm-hmm. trying to impress the person. So you're giving yeah. them the best side of yourself. But it's challenging to to like see that because they're all acting like that. Yes. And well, and, the, and I say this because I've also realized one, the, the, the more somebody's trying to be showy, the more there's stuff going on. I have figured that out. Yeah. Like if they're, if they're making a lot of jokes or there's something like they're trying really hard, something is going on. There's likely more insecurities there than like they're putting on the front of. And so that's, that was like with the, because is it, just all around our conversation i was sensing a little bit of that and then the text kind of reiterated it i was like okay well i'm just gonna let this one go um and that's something that i've noticed that that's a big thing but also i just have to be very i've realized this about myself i believe in the best in people regardless i just do i believe that people can be great and i believe that you know they can make a joke or they can do this, this, and this over and again, and they'll be, they'll be a good person afterwards. And I do think that can be possible, but I have to stop doing that with me if it involves me, mm-hmm. because for me, I'm showing up as that good person from the start. I don't need chances to prove that I'm a good person. I just am a good person. And so I have to find that other person that is just a good person from the beginning. Yeah. And when what I've kept finding is people who I believe are going to be a good person. That's what's happening. That's got to be timing, too, because everyone in their lives, there are different moments, you know, where like people are trying to figure out who they are. Or they're trying to figure out what kind of person they are or like whatever. But it takes a while for someone for especially a guy to be comfortable in his own 
skin. And, mm-hmm. and it is. It is. And say, here I am. This is who I am. Like, this is the kind of person I am because we change. I mean, I'm still changing. Every day of my life, I change. You know, like, it just depended on what my experiences are or, like, how, you know, something affects me. Like, I change all the time. And I think mm-hmm. we all do. So you got to find someone, I guess, that's more at your stage in life. So you yeah, guys well, could change together. Yeah. And what, uh, like kind of what you're referring to is like emotional maturity. You were mm-hmm. at least emotionally mature enough to want that relationship with your wife. And you wanted that to happen that you're like, okay, I'm willing to like go through these changes. What I'm finding is that there's a lot of people that don't want to go through the changes. Like they just want to act like they would want that. But when it's actually like comes down to the nitty gritty, they don't. You know, they don't want to put themselves through it. They don't want to grow. They don't want to be a better person. They just like want to act like they do because yeah. they want the benefits of it. And that's what's hard too. It's like finding somebody who actually wants to do the work, wants mm, to like be tough. in that. And that's hard. You know, and it's funny. I, I do think timing is, is important, but I don't believe in right person, wrong time. Cause I do think that the right person, if they're supposed to be your person, they're going to adjust and they're going to make room in their life for you. And they're going to be like, okay, this is the time. This is when I got to grow. I got to do it this now or never. Yeah. And so I do believe timing is important because it is different phases. Like I've met really great guys, but they just weren't emotionally mature enough to where I'm at in my life. I still think they're great guys. They'll meet a great person. It's just not me. Cause we're yeah. not in the same space. But as far as like dated someone in the past and like, Oh dang, that timing was really bad. No, like they had the chance to figure that out and they didn't. So well, I hope you don't pass up a good guy because you're burned from other dudes. Like Jeff, Jeffrey Dahmer guy could be funny. <laughs> could be a funny dude. <laughs> oh no, I, I don't. I'm, I'm trying to be, I'm also trying to put myself out with guys. I wouldn't maybe typically go out on a date with mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm genuinely like trying in all aspects. <laughs> and and- you, do, you do have a physical type and that too could be like pigeonholing you a little bit because a certain type of guy Like the way you look, like say like I'm a good looking dude. I live life completely different because I've always gotten every girl I've ever wanted. Like (laughs) I'm not saying me. I'm just example. Like if I'm a good looking dude, I've gotten my way with everyone. I've gotten, I I think you're hot. You're my girlfriend. Boom. I'm kissing you. And they're like, oh my gosh, you're so hot. But it's been, but if you have a guy who's not maybe like a, a 10 uh, and more of a seven, he has to work harder to get a girl to like, get a girl to like him. Like if he really likes you, like say I'm a seven Morgan and I, I love you. I, from first sight, I want to get to know you. I think you're beautiful. I want to be, I want to be a thing. I want to marry you, whatever. Right. I have to work so hard to get to you because you're not looking at me the same way you're looking at 10. <laughs> and there is like a certain, you get to see that you get to be like, wow, this guy really, when he wants something, he works for it. He tried really hard. My wife turned me down like five times, like I five know that. times. And then I would not stop bugging her. I'm bugging her. And finally she was just like, fine, I'll go out with you. Just leave <laughs> me alone. And then once I got her in, I'm like, she's going to like me. I know it. And she see, did. But- the hardest thing for me, and I, because I'm a, I would love for that to happen. I, I don't have to date a 10. That's never my intention. I just, the problem is I have met really great guys, but I just wasn't attracted to them in that way. Like yet, I wanted to yet, be, but I yet, couldn't force it. Yet, 
Because no, no, no. These are no, no, no. These are guys that I dated. Like I actually oh. like dated. Oh, I was like, okay, okay, like these are good people. I want them in my life. And then like, you know, a couple months go in and I'm like, I gosh, I just, I want to, and I just can't, like, I just could not force it. And I think that's all that is hard for me. I'm sure it is pigeonholing me in some way because I wish that I could like kind of turn that off a little bit, but like, it, it's such a big part of just, I just want, I want the movie romance, right? I want to be so in love with this person in every facet. Yes. They're going to have flaws and there's going to be mm-hmm. things I don't like, but at least like, I want to be super attracted to him. If I'm kissing them the rest of my life and I have to spend every waking day with them, I want to be able to look at him and say, gosh, I love you. It, and that might not be the attractive guy to somebody else, but at least as long as like, I feel that with them, I'm good. Like I'm cool. But I do find that in that certain people I've met have been great men. So I'm not too burned in the sense that I haven't recognized that there's great guys out there. I've dated them. They just weren't my guy. And that's what's hard. That's why my mm-hmm. therapist keeps being like, you're looking for a legitimate, like you're before it was like a mini unicorn, but now you're like looking for a freaking unicorn, like one that is sparkly and shiny of all kinds. And I'm telling you, there is very minimal of them. That's why they're a unicorn. It doesn't matter and, though. I believe you'll find it. Oh, yeah, I believe you'll find but it. You're not wrong. I do think that happens. And I, but I, I wish I wish that was like a thing that like you could kind of turn off. But I just I've realized that about myself. There's two guys that I've dated like in my life. Both of them, I could have genuinely married and probably been happy with my life. Like yeah, three, they were great men. Three Jeffrey Dahmer guy. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer guy is not included. <laughs> I never even went on a date with him. Um there, there are two that and like, and they're both really happy and what one's married, one's in a great relationship and like, they're great guys. And I'm, but like, I don't look at them and like, dang, I missed out. I look at them. And I'm like, dang, I let them like go because they deserve that for themselves. Like they deserve to have that with our, their partner. And so I'm not totally burned. I'm just like burned in recent that is particularly in Nashville. Two of the major, really hard relationships I've had happened in Nashville. Yeah, because people so. come here for different reasons. Like people aren't coming here to find their wife. Yeah, I, that's that's the thing. They're that's also dating in Nashville. In, I they're coming I to Nashville com- to find a different life, like a different. Oh like, yeah, they're so dreamy. Everyone here is so dreamy. I'm going to be something that you're probably not going to be, and like you're really passing up like good people. You could find your wife here, but they're not. That's not what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. It's a dream town. Like you're coming here to chase dreams. Yep. Absolutely. I do. I say that to my friends. I'm like, dang, if I lived back home, I probably would be married like four years. Oh, sure. Now. You'd have kids by now. <laughs> but you know, Hey, but that again, back to like the college aspect you got, if like, if I would have done that, I probably would not be where I am right now. So it's like all in there. There's a reason for it. It's just hard to understand the reason as it's happening. That's true. I agree with that. So but that was my discovery in, in a long, long story short discovery I made this year. That's dark humor. You're welcome for <laughs> the giggle. What's yours, Eddie? Oh, man. I guess mine, after thinking about it, is just probably that I enjoy peace and quiet more than I thought. Like, Oh, I, this is interesting. Because I've always grown up to love the party. Like my, my, like I, like I told you growing up, there was always a party at my house. Like my dad would have his friends over. My parents would have their friends over. We would have a bunch of kids over and like, we'd have like party till late, go to my cousin's house. Ooh, barbecue till like midnight party, party, party college. I didn't study. I partied like that's all I did. Party, party, party. When I graduated college, moved to Austin. What do we do? We go party. We'd stay out late. We'd go party. I couldn't, I just worked just so we can party. Like that's all I've liked to do now that I'm older have kids. We talk for a living. 
Like we are around people a lot. I really like peace and quiet. And I don't know, it's because maybe I've always liked peace and quiet, but that mm -hmm. was just my environment. But I've discovered that when it's quiet or I'm outside and like I can hear the wind blowing through the trees, like it relaxes me. And I really like that. What does peace and quiet look like for you? Outdoors. I don't like a quiet house. That that Mm. freaks me out. When I'm in a house, because something's wrong. Yeah, yeah. When I'm in a house and like uh, you know my kids are there and they're all reading in a, in a room or like one of them's reading in his room, the other one's upstairs watching TV and like the baby's just playing with toys. Like something's up. Like this is really weird. Or if they're all out of town, if my whole family's out of town, and it's just me at home. I don't like the quiet house, but I do like going outside, hearing nature, hearing birds, hearing like just the outside, peace and quiet. Like that's really therapeutic for me, and that's never been a thing in my life. Mm. And that makes sense. It's why you love going fishing. That's why you mm-hmm. like going canoeing when you get to go. Yeah. That that's kind of adding up to the things you like and beach relaxing vacation. It's very quiet. Yeah, but that's my new discovery is that I actually do need that more in my life than I actually thought I did. Have you ever tried um oh what's it called? What's it called when you sit there and you have to be really quiet and you're like, uh oh, ooh, what's it called? The not manifesting, but meditation. Um, Yes. Have you ever um, tried meditation? No. Mm-mm. I don't Never think they it. actually do that um, um, part, Eddie. I think you just. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a stereotype from the movies. Maybe. Um, no. Maybe I should do that, but I've never done meditation. No. Like I talk, I, I hear about Brett Eldridge talk about medic, uh, meditation, mm-hmm. and that sounds cool, but I've just never done that. But what I do, like the other day, I was in a terrible mood. Like I was just like grumpy. I don't know. I had a bad day. I don't know. It was just, I was just grumpy and I was, everything was bothering me. Like, gosh, like why can't the kids put the stuff in the dishwasher? Like, why can't we do this? Like, why can't that? Whatever. My wife, my wife says like, you got to go, like, go for a walk, like go outside. And I was like, why? She said, just go outside and go for a walk. And I did. And like 30 minutes later, I came back. I'm like, wow, I really needed that. Thank you. Like, that was cool. Mm-hmm. Well, they do say, I mean, like neuroscientists, everything, they say like outside is what genuinely recharges every aspect of your body in just multiple ways. So it makes sense that that would have done that for you and that you need that every day. Also, if you're being a dad of four and living the life that we do and working in radio and there's a lot going on all the time, like it absolutely makes sense that you need peace and quiet. Yeah, that's crazy. I've never lived my life that way. That's crazy. No. Okay. So we got two things you're doing in 2023, <laughs> doing some stuff for you and we're getting some peace and quiet. I'm buying a boat and I'm going to go outside and just sit at the lake and hear peace and, peace and quiet is what I'm going to do. Eddie, it's such like a dude for you to take what I just said and just be like, this is what I'm doing. I love it. And I'm going to tell my wife, Morgan told me so. I'm going to tell her to listen to the podcast because that's not what I said. <laughs> okay. Well, that's all I have. I hope it wasn't too much of a... a therapy but i wanted to like look back on 2022 with you that's what we, we do what are you talking about that's what we do we just talk and talk and talk and, and because again like we spend yeah we spend five days a week with each other but we don't really talk to each other about just normal things we're always you know talking about work and doing whatever but this is cool i love to get to talk to you for a little bit and get to know you more and it's it's always fun i love it thank you I know we, you and I could sit here and talk for hours. Like I really guarantee could. if somebody was like, you could do a 24 hour marathon. I'd be like, yeah, I'm choosing Eddie. Like we could sit there and talk about nothing yeah. for hours. Yeah. Nothing.
We would be good at it. Okay, well, let me share the best bits that are going on. It's the best games of the year. And I just, after I read them, I want you to tell me your favorite. And then we'll we'll wrap this up with a pretty bow and we'll say Merry Christmas Eve. Okay. So in at number seven, Amy versus Lunchbox. It was when the loser had to eat uh, tuna with whipped cream on top. I That's love number that. seven. <laughs> uh, number six, this one went viral on TikTok. It was the three actors one movie game and uh sorry eddie you're getting roasted on our tiktok page Five why is you just you gotta go to our tiktok page. oh boy okay um five was the famous tv theme song game uh oh, a little bit back that one also went pretty viral on on tiktok as well um, number four, Elder vs. Millennial, the one that I lost and I had to eat the toothpaste filled that's, that's Oreo. That's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three is Easy Trivia. And this was the most viewed Easy Trivia on YouTube. So I don't even know who won this particular game because obviously we play Easy Trivia all year. But on June 3rd, this was the most viewed Easy Trivia game all year for some reason. So that's what we're putting in here. We got Two Truths and a Lie. You remember when we did that whole thing for Bobby's new TV show? Yes. Two Truths and a Lie game? Yep, that's coming in at number two because that was so much fun to have listeners come on and play that game and win a crap ton of money. And then in at number one, Blind Karaoke. This one was the Disney song edition when we all did pretty terribly, but also hilariously bad. So coming in number one, Blind Karaoke, Disney. Which one of those are you like, okay, yeah, I remember that one. Oh, Eddie's looking at TikTok. I wasn't. He's seeing which one. I wasn't listening because I'm trying to read these. What What is this? Is Robin Williams? Is that what it is? Uh, yeah. So like something with that game, like so, you guess something and people got mad that you guessed that over like who it was like obviously or something. Was it the rock? Listen, it was the rock. And I said Robin Williams. Yeah. Because I of Jumanji. So. But he was in Jumanji. Yeah. And th- that's what I'm saying. There's a whole debate on our TikTok page. But that that one has like over a million views. <laughs> <laughs> Why are people so mad at me? Ah. Dude, TikTok comments, I don't care. Listen, like they're not mean, but they're savage. TikTok is like savage comments. They will come at your soul. I'll tell you why. Because TikTok is um, a soul sucker. <laughs> like I've spent, <laughs> I've been like where I go to the bathroom and this may be too graphic, but I'm just like going to sit down and go to the bathroom for a little bit. <laughs> and I get my phone and watch TikTok. And I'm talking like 45 minutes later, I'm still watching TikTok and I'm just like, where did that time go? Like, what am I doing? Why did I just waste 45 minutes of my life scrolling through dumb videos that were great? They made me laugh for sure. But I'm like, that is a just a soul sucker. So at the end of it, I'm like, I don't even know who I am anymore. So, yeah, I get it. TikTok people, they're in this mind frame of like, I hate the world or whatever. And then they start commenting, guys, but Jum- but Robin Williams was in the original Jumanji to get off me. I know. Hey, I'm just I was just I was never going to tell you that, but it was on here because it was going viral on TikTok. I was like, it has to be in this best fits. And poor Eddie is now going to find out. Yeah, He's been getting trolled. Please. All right. Move on. Oh, okay. Well, thank you, Eddie, for joining me. Merry Christmas Eve to everyone out there. I hope all of your wishes and things you asked Santa for come. Yes. But Eddie, tell the people where they can find you, hear you all the things as we go into the new year. Oh, man, that list is getting longer and longer. You can find me at Producer Eddie on Twitter, uh, TikTok, Instagram, which I'm verified now, which is amazing. (laughs) I don't know what that means, but you can't scam me anymore. I can't scam you either one. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) 
Or you can hear me on the Sore Losers podcast, me, Ray, and Lunchbox. We do sports. Um, I mean, some sports. And then Real Sports, the 25 Whistles with Bobby Bones. We do that. Um, and so that's it. But yeah, Merry Christmas. And tonight is the night, though. Tonight's the night where you watch, like, whatever. You want to watch Elf? You want to watch A Christmas Story? It's a Wonderful Life. And Morgan, thank you for sending me that text. I love it. I was delayed on it because I didn't see your text till like a day later. But I love that you were at a bar and they were playing um, It's a Wonderful Life on TV. That's cool. It was your favorite movie. I had to text you. I'm like, this is Eddie's bar. He's probably somewhere behind all of this. <laughs> Sitting there watching that movie. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Oh, you guys can find me at Webgirl Morgan on all the things. I'm not verified on Instagram, but I'm going to get you one of these days, Eddie. I'm you should be. You. <laughs> Did you put no. your full name on there? Oh, yeah. My full name is on there. Okay. Not that anybody actually knows my last name. Okay. Well, there. apparently I had to put my full name to get verified. I couldn't I just know, be it's, Eddie. It's, it's a weird, it's a weird system. So but weird. I'm happy for you. I'm happy you've had an amazing 2022. Excited for 2023 for all of us. And uh, yeah, follow me at Webgirl Morgan on all things. You can follow the show at Bobby Bone Show. We'll have some Christmas content up there for you guys to to enjoy and hang out. But Merry Christmas Eve and Merry Christmas tomorrow from myself, Eddie, the whole show. We love you guys so much. And we're very thankful for for all of you. And you guys are our gifts this year, right? Yeah, a great gift. See, I did buy myself something. (laughs) Okay. About all these people. Does not count. Does not (laughs) count. All right. Merry Christmas Eve, everybody. We love y'all. Bye. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. 
Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Tuesday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. 